Time helps members save. USA Radio News. The special master appointed by U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon is directing lawyers for both the Department of Justice and former President Donald Trump to appear in a New York federal courtroom on September 20th. Lawyers from both parties have been invited to submit a, quote, proposed agenda items for discussion. The Biden administration has announced another $600 million in military aid to help the Ukraine army maintain momentum against Russia. In an interview for Sunday 60 Minutes, Biden spoke about Ukraine's recent battlefield success and the dangers that it could bring. Vladimir Putin is becoming embarrassed and pushed into a corner. And I wonder, Mr. President, what you would say to him if he is considering using chemical or tactical nuclear weapons. Don't. 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 It will change the face of war unlike anything since World War II. When asked what the consequences would be if Putin crossed the line, the president wouldn't say. Do you think I would tell you if I knew exactly what it would be? Of course I'm not going to tell you. It'll be consequential. They'll become more of a pariah in the world than they ever have been. And depending on the extent of what they do, will determine what response would occur. Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic are bracing for tropical storm Fiona, which is set to bring heavy rainfall and possible flash flooding and mudslides all weekend. Tropical storm warnings are in effect for Puerto Rico and the U.S. and British Virgin Islands. The Hurricane Center is calling for up to one foot of rain. Widespread power outages are possible across the island. This is USA Radio News. You know, it's true. Difficult times have a way of focusing us. We have to think about what matters most when it comes to our spending, our health care. No doubt. This is why so many people are joining MediShare right now. MediShare is a trusted way to save up to 50% on your monthly health care costs. More than 400,000 people have already made the switch. It's pretty obvious why, too, especially now during this challenging season with health care costs and out-of-pocket expenses going up. MediShare can save you a lot of money. The typical family saves $500 a month. And MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry that's worked beautifully for 29 years. There are different options to choose from to fit your budget. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Maybe now is the perfect time to make the switch and start saving. Here you go. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. West Virginia Governor Jim Justice signed a bill that bans nearly all abortions in the state. This is days after legislators approved the ban. This makes West Virginia the second state to pass an abortion ban after the U.S. Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in June. Known as HB 302, the bill approved by state legislators prohibits the procedure at virtually every stage of pregnancy. Physicians who perform unlawful abortions could lose their license to practice medicine and face criminal charges. Sarah Huckabee Sanders reveals that she underwent surgery. Sarah Huckabee Sanders is revealing she had undergone surgery to remove her thyroid after a cancer diagnosis. The former White House press secretary and now Republican nominee for governor of Arkansas said in a statement her doctor ordered a biopsy for an area of concern this month 
with the test revealing the cancer. She said the surgery was successful and she is now cancer-free. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. The Phantom of the Opera will soon be no more on Broadway. A spokeswoman confirmed to the New York Times that the classic musical, Broadway's longest running, will close in February after playing for 35 years in Majestic Theater. For USA Radio News, I'm Ellie Andrews. Trust the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts to recommend the best products for your car. Like five quarts of Mobile One Full Synthetic, now just $33.95, plus earn double O rewards points. Extend the life of your vehicle, improve performance, and protect your engine against sludge and wear with Mobile One Full Synthetic at O'Reilly Auto Parts and O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I need four more of the biscuit carnitas, two burnt end platters, three... The kitchen at Kai's Barbecue is firing on all cylinders. Greg, help me bring these to the pickup counter. He needs food runners who can hit the ground quickly. 86 on the chicken and we're short-staffed. Let's pick it up. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Are you overwhelmed with credit card debt and unable to pay your bills? Has your income decreased or have you lost your job? At Credit Card of America, we offer a free, no-obligation consultation to learn how you can cut your payments by up to half and potentially lower your interest down to zero. Credit Card of America is an A-plus rated company that will work on your behalf. We've counseled over 1 million consumers struggling with debt just like you. Call now for a free, no-obligation consultation and learn how you can become debt-free. Call 800-291-3818. That's 800-291-3818. Right now. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to this, uh, what is it, September 17th edition of Radio Law Talk. And, and everyone, happy Constitution Day. Today, September 17th, is Constitution Days, commemorating the, the signing of the United States Constitution. I did not know that until it showed up on my phone today. I should have known that. I'm Todd Kuhn, and I'm filling in for Fred Penny. Uh, today, to my right, in her usual position of prominence, with her eyes loaded once again with glares of contempt for anything I might say, wearing her... Well, wearing her alma mater's gear in anticipation of a game that could go down in infamy later on today, Denise Dirks, how are you? I'm well. I'm excited for the game. Ducks and Cougars. Ducks and Cougars played today. No, we're, we're not talking about what you might have seen in a club last night. Sounds like a Friday night date night, right? <laughs> Ducks and Cougars. <laughs> You know, uh, and and that that joke brought to you by Cal. Thank you, Cal Hunter. Denise, did you have a good week? Yeah, I had a busy week. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you weren't here last week because you were doing. Uh, so, as a 
for those of you out in I want to be a lawyer land or considering that, you have to understand after you go to law school, right, you get out, you pass the bar in whatever jurisdiction you're in, there is a requirement in most states, and the amount of hours may vary, but you have to do what's called continuing legal education, where you, you know, essentially, the idea is, you know, the law may change over the years since you got out of law school, and, and maybe you need to refresh your recollection on updates in the law and things. And so, uh, what is it, California, every three years you have to have 25 hours? 36. Th 36 now? Wow, yeah. that seems like a lot. Oh, yeah, 36. 36, wow. 25. It's 12 a, 12 a year. 12, 36, 25, 36. Well, there you go. That's mm -hmm. an interesting... <laughs> Sold. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I, I was I was I was quoting a Commodore's song there. That is the brick house of legal education that we have to. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, and I I went to a conference and it was um, it was really good conference, but I was dead tired afterwards because it was a two day conference. I and I am familiar with that conference as I went last Saturday after we got done with the uh, with the show. I went to the afternoon session of that conference. That was outstanding. A lot of a lot of good stuff. That you learn there, a lot of interesting changes in sentencing and criminal law in California. It was pretty eye-opening, especially for me since that's what I practice. You know, it's like, hmm, well. <laughs> welcome to All right, there you go. Welcome to continuing legal education. <laughs> I'm your host. How many hours do we need? 36, 24, 36. Either way, it's a win in hand. <laughs> It'll make your brain strong as a brick that's, house. That's right. It's a brick house of knowledge. One That's brick right. at a time. One brick at a time. Of course, the Pink Floyd's coming in. Hey, just just a brick in the wall, right? Uh, okay. <laughs> so, got a lot of stuff to talk about this week, and we should probably start out with the disclaimer. Look, everything that we talk about here, we're not given legal advice. Cue the music. We are not. Nor giving... are you giving illegal advice. This e is important. Either way, you should not. You should not take what you hear on radio law talk and then go. Based on that, run out and file your complaint or plan your defense or make your arguments in court. If you have a, an issue that you believe you need legal assistance on, the only advice we really give is that you should seek a legal professional of your choosing. Enter into an agreement with that individual. Your communications with them can be confidential. We have, we have sometimes people call up and they'll say, how come you don't answer my question on the air? Well, aside from the fact that we don't give legal advice, if we could... The fact that it was asked and answered on the air pretty much punted your confidentiality, right? And so make sure you have those conversations with your lawyer in a confidential setting. But uh, stories we're going to cover over the next uh, rest of this hour and the other two hours, and if you don't hear us on all three hours on your radio station, be sure to go to radiolawtalk.com when your radio station moves, if they move to other programming, which often happens during college football season. Uh you know, R. Kelly's in the news. R. No. R. Kelly's back in the news. The The verdict is in and his, uh, one of his many trials. What do we, uh, stalker who threatened a, a, a celebrity gets And a, her daughter. And her daughter gets a sentence. That was, that was charged federally, not in state. That was, the Supreme Court issued a, a ruling of sorts that affects uh, a religious institution in New York about how they are going to be moving forward and what they have to do while a lawsuit is pending. 
One of my favorites of the stories that we uh, talked about, or we passed around, we do that all week and decide which ones we're going to talk about, is the story of the individual who was pending sentencing. As a, he was deemed to be the mastermind of the largest scandal, bribery scandal, what have you, in the, Navy, in the history of the Navy. And he was pending sentencing, and he has now absconded from pre-trial home confinement or pre-sentencing home confinement. They don't know where he is. And when you peel the onion on that one, I'll just, I'll just preface it with this. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> that was just ridiculous. Yeah. Hello. <clears throat> but, uh, we, we, and we may be starting a new segment. I was talking with Cal about this. We've got to talk with you, Denise, and Fred. But I propose at some point in the future, we may, if this trend continues, we may have to start a segment called Who's Suing Netflix Now? Because oh. <laughs> it happens so often. But uh, we covered a case not too long ago about a lawsuit based upon the Queen's Gambit miniseries. And we have an outcome for you in that one. Right. So. And we also have an update on Varsity Blues. Ah, uh, yes. That one is a really, I, I really like this one. I do, I do too. Probably has a lot of people scratching their heads and say, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> but it also goes to something we have said repeatedly on here on Radio Law Talk. You have to be careful what you do as an attorney in trial because it may raise issues that undo it post-trial, right? Yeah, an appeal. Yeah, but, you know, we've also got... Probably, as Fred always says, one of the uh, main reasons why people tune in to Radio Law Talk is for the the cutthroat, knockdown, <laughs> drag out, atomic elbow to the jaw battle that we engage in, that is otherwise known as case or no case. Can you get it? now? It's time. To I'm, I'm going to catch up. Case Outstanding. Case. John was eccentric. He could afford to be. He was world famous and richer than any human should be, and he loved cars. And he had a great collection of a lot of really cool vehicles. It was 1970, and the story goes that John walked into a Rolls-Royce dealership on Sunset Boulevard in Los Angeles. The car salesman looked at John and his rather hippie-like appearance and was less than helpful. In fact, the salesman was kind of guiding him back out to the street when John produced, through an assistant, a bag full of cash to prove that he was able to purchase this particular vehicle that he was looking at. So then there was an incredible turnaround from the salesman. John took the vehicle out for a test drive on his way back, ran it through the dealership window, and said, get that fixed up before I pick that up. And he said, by the way, I want that salesman fired. And the salesman was fired on the spot. And the salesman says, well, wait a minute, you can't do that. You're not the owner of the dealership. And John said, Oh, yes, I am. I just bought it. So <laughs> salesman was fired, and he went to a lawyer and said, Wait, I have union rules and regulations. I have to have four weeks' notice, two weeks' severance pay. Do I have a case or no case against this eccentric, wealthy man? And that is case or no case. Denise, we can start with you. If you can identify who John is and the cars he loved, you get an extra point. And when we take that, we come back from the break because we're yeah. coming up. One quick, quick question before we go. Do we know the year? 1970. 1970. All right. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back uh, for the proposed answers from us on Case or No Case when we come back from this break. Stay tuned. I know you don't want to miss this. Oh, no, you can't. No, this is Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. As Todd said, the show continues just very soon. Don't go away.
Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce on September 9th, myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books, September 9th. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, again, that's 800-238-9182. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 
and they are able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info. At radiolawtalk.com. Dot com. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk when, when we stepped away. When, uh, when we left for that commercial interruption, Cal had just set up a, a intriguing case or no case scenario that involved, let's see if I get this straight, that involved... An individual who was super wealthy, yep. he goes into a car dealership, not appearing to be super wealthy. The salesperson immediately judges the book by its cover, so to speak, and tries to shoo him out, doesn't want to help until he is able to produce enough cash to purchase any vehicle there, at which point, oh, everything is great, takes the car out for a test drive. When he brings it back, drives it through a wall or through the window into the showroom, says he wants the car fixed. He wants to purchase the car, everything. He also says, and I want the salesperson that prejudged me fired. Yes. The salesperson says, what the, you can't do that. And he says, yeah, you can't because I just bought the place. <laughs> Not just the car, I bought the dealership. Only my boss can fire me, yeah. he said. And he says, well, works for me. <laughs> I, I'm your boss. <laughs> Call me daddy. Get out of here. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Denise, extra bonus point, two points possible besides the standard uh, uh, case or no case. One, name the eccentric, and two, name his favorite brand of vehicle. I know it's a little esoteric, but if you know about the guy, you'll know the vehicle. So um, go I, ahead. I don't want to name him first because then no, Todd you, will we'll, copy me. No, we'll have Todd. We'll you do the case <laughs> or no case response first. Okay. What say you? Um, I think that this is a scenario, but not a case. Okay, Todd, what do you think? I was going to go with the same thing. Scenario and not a case for different reasons. I, I think that you loosely, well, until you had us name the person and the brand of car, I was going to go with Cal is stealing plot lines from the first of the David, uh, of the uh, Batman movies with Christian Bale, okay. where, where he gets in trouble for having his supermodel girlfriends uh, go swimming in the fish pond, and he says, yeah, well, I just bought this hotel. They can do whatever they want. So, yes. yes. Well, but yeah. I will say uh, I agree with I, – I agree with Denise, case, but uh, – or no case, scenario, but not a case. And you said brand of car? Yes. What kind of car did, did John particularly like? First off, he liked all American V8 cars, as yeah. many rock and rollers do. But setting that aside, what was his favorite brand of exotic car oh it was exotic well i think it was exotic that's just me but you know. okay well i just have to guess because i only know one john and that's john l sullivan it's the only one i know okay i know that probably doesn't fit the time frame but that's all i know fair enough and exotic car i think it was a chevy camaro good enough two good guesses mr cunan what do you think about uh by about who this might have been by the way this is a true case and the John one, 
happened right away. I mean, it, the judge threw it so out. John we won. got zero. So, so we yeah. both got zero because yeah. this was a case, and the John, <laughs> the John. <won. laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, there's a name that keeps coming to mind, and I'm thinking that maybe you have you're using a fictitious name or a middle name so that we wouldn't know who it is. I am not. You're not. You are not. Well, you're giving him a lot there, Cal. Well, he just he accused me. Uh, no, he's just uh, very good at, <laughs> at interrogating you. Okay. Good heavens. Your Honor, I, I don't know. No, it wasn't. His name was Richard. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to say that the famous person is somebody named John, and and I'm going to say I'm not giving a last name. Why? For confidentiality reasons. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Did you defend him? <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to say what I what I was thinking because it's in my head and I can't think of it. I was going to say it was Howard Hughes. Um, oh, good one. Uh, it was because that eccentric and that would seems like it would be something that he would do. Uh, and I, I can still get points for the type of car. I'll go with. Uh, Ford. Okay. Well, even though this happened in a Rolls-Royce dealership, as I told you in the setup, John is none other than world-famous rock and roll musician John Bonham, the late John Bonham, the uh, the drummer for the... the Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin drummer. Yeah, a very famous, innovative guy. John Bonham loved the Jensen motor car. Oh, the British, it's truly exotic, the exotic Jensen motor car and Rolls Royces. But he did go into the Rolls Royce dealership, buy a car, got the salesman fired, and bought the dealership. All, I mean, his business people must have been going crazy. It happened all on the same day. <laughs> so good for him. And uh, that, folks, is Cal, Cal. Cal gets a point. Cal, Cal gets a point. Well, how do you like that? It happened wow. every once in a while, the good guys win. Yes! <laughs> every once in a while. <laughs> Every More once, once than a while. <laughs> Every once in a while, a blind dog finds a bone. <laughs> That's it. Now, next hour, uh, next hour, let me, uh, let's see, we're going to talk about a TikTok influencer who pulled the cord too late. That's next hour on Case or No Case. And now back to the show. You know, interesting thing about John Bonham, I, I read a book called, uh, what was it called, Hammer of the Gods? It was a Led Zeppelin story. Some interesting insights about the behind-the-scenes stuff with them. But John Bonham's son, Jason Bonham, is currently, uh, I believe, touring with Sammy Hagar. He's a member of Sammy Hagar's band, The Circle. He played the drums on the tribute show for Stairway to Heaven where the singer Hart was uh, playing the melody. What a great version that was. That was awesome. Yeah. And, and, and you ever heard of a movie called Rockstar with... Mark Wahlberg, it came back. It was Mark Wahlberg, Jennifer Aniston, story about some person that had demo tapes. He becomes the lead singer of the band that he idolized. Jason Bonham was the drummer in that band. So you can find Jason Bonham oh, cool. everywhere. Uh, Jason. Jason Bonham. Not John? No, it's his son, John Bonham's son. Oh, got yes. it. Yeah, John John died from alcohol poisoning. He was, besides being a little eccentric, he really liked a certain brand of vodka to great excess. Yes, and, yeah. and in, in the 70s he died, went the way of, there were several. Was, uh, was he Bon Scott from ACDC, Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Uh, the poet guy. The poet guy? Yeah. Edgar Allan Poet? No, 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 no. <laughs> He's a, he was a singer, very famous singer. Um, and he also died of alcohol poisoning. Yep. But he was, um, he was like, his music was more like poetry. It's really pretty. Yeah. Well, we, uh, we're, we're finishing up our uh, last segment here before the bottom of the hour. 
when we come back, we, we're going to talk about, what do you want to go with, Denise? Well, I'll tell you what, we'll make up, we'll, we'll have a dealer's choice when we get back. A lot of stories to, call, to choose from. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station. Quick production meeting during the break, and then we'll bring you more stories in just a little bit here on Radio Law Talk. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. My name is Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I've assembled an excellent team of highly experienced personal injury trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. At Penny & Associates, we will aggressively represent you and your family when someone has been injured in an accident. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. For a free initial consultation, go to PennyLawyers.com or call 1-800-616-4LAW and ask for Frederick, Stewart, Rob, Kevin, Kent, or Will. That's Frederick Penny at Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers, one 800 616 for law. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic, and maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy Multi... USA Radio News. The special master appointed by U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon is directing lawyers for both the Department of Justice and former President Donald Trump to appear in a New York federal courtroom on September 20th. Lawyers from both parties have been invited to submit a, quote, proposed agenda items for discussion. The strongest storm in a decade could be upon Alaska's western coast this weekend as forecasters have warned of a front bearing hurricane force winds, massive seas and enough rain for coastal flooding. The State Division of Homeland Security and Emergency Management has called for a heightened state of awareness because of, quote, strong storm was en route. This is USA Radio News. 
Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened. But with limited quantities, you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. Tell Big Vape to quit lying. I like the Amargosa Valley. How did that happen? This is a great time to call the show. 855-LAW-RADIO. That's 855-LAW-RADIO. And we are back. Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, not the television show. Varsity Blues was the name of an investigation that was conducted by the federal government into a a scandal that they had learned of that involved wealthier people greasing the skids to get their kids into better-known schools under the guise of being, quote, student athletes. And, well, there's a lot of other stuff that's a very, I'm painting with very broad strokes here. Most of the defendants pled, but some went to trial, and something happened with one of the guys that went to trial. Right. And um, in in this trial, it really was more about a failure on the prosecution's part than it was about um, innocence or guilt. And in this particular case, there was a um, um, John Vavik was um, accepting bribes uh, to get people on um, his people that were not qualified, students that maybe did not meet the grade standards or all of that. Uh, but they, he would get um, kickbacks and money to let the rich people's kids on his um, on his team, and so he was found guilty. And then the un- the judge, the the trial judge, he set aside that guilty verdict, and he did so because of a very interesting thing. And this shows the importance of. Um, sticking to the facts and making sure that you cite the law in your closing brief because a prosecutor forgot to tie together 
how USC in this particular case was injured by this. So how can this this college or this university that received money and benefited from this bribe, how could they be seen as a victim? And the prosecutor failed to argue that point um, in his closing. And that was the state of the law. You have to show that the victim's been harmed, right? And so what the prosecutor had said is that you don't have to worry about that. You can find him guilty because you can find that he had a bad intent, that he basically tried to defraud and then went on to benefit professionally himself. And that was not the legal standard. And that's a very interesting thing. You don't see this happen a lot um, because usually um, the don't usually make that big of a, a legal mistake in a in a case as big as as this one and so the coach got is going to get a new trial he is um, he is yeah and, and you know you look at this and it's it's more than just an omission on the part of the prosecutor the prosecutor argued the same the wrong legal standard so in essence the prosecutor told the jury that they could find the defendant guilty based upon a legal standard that differed from what the judge was going to instruct the jury that they had to find it putting it in, in a, maybe dui if this were to, a similar thing were to happen in dui context um Let's say let's say it was drinking and driving uh, a DUI, and it was in a, a jurisdiction where the car actually had to move. Some they just have to be in physical control of the car. And the prosecutor says, you know, you don't need. And a prosecutor argued, if you find that he had a blood alcohol of 0.08 or higher, you don't need to prove that the car moved. All you need to do is believe that he was in the car and he's guilty for a DUI. That might be good in some jurisdictions. That's not good in California. You have to prove that the car actually moved. And because you misstated the elements, that case, that would be something that would be grounds for dismissal on appeal or on a motion to the judge. And that's what happened here because they have to prove, as you said, that USC is one of the elements that USC was harmed by this. And the prosecutor said, no, all you have to do is prove that the defendant benefited. Didn't even argue that USC had to have any sort of harm at all. Well, that mistake. Well, and who's the victim? Yes. Right. It's the criminal action. Ex exactly. And so it's so, you know, as we were so, yeah, as we were talking about this during the break, um, I was saying, well, you know, I, I think I could make an argument to show that not only was USC aside from the negative press, not only was USC not harmed by this. But they may have even benefited from a, from a student-athlete standpoint from what they had in place. And, and the reason why I say that is it's easy to, to view – you have to look at the sports that were involved. So at USC, one of the sports was rowing. Another one of them was water polo. It might be harder for me to make the argument with water polo. But with rowing, that was the one that uh, Lori Laughlin's kids – were involved in. They, they were brought in as potential members of the rowing team. I don't think they're, they'd ever sat or even used a rower at any time was the argument. How are they getting on the rowing team? Note that they were not involved in sports like baseball, volleyball, football. And the reason why I say you have to look at the sports is those mainstream sports that I just talked about are sports that are commonly played in high schools and junior colleges, and there is no shortage of student-athletes that feed into four-year institutions from that. 
But how many high schools have a rowing team? In fact, how many high schools may even have a water polo team? Some of the high schools that have better funding might, but you have a fewer number of student athletes. With regard to rowing, the deal was that they were, aside from the scandal, USC was allowing scholarships to be given in a certain amount for the rowing team to people that at some point in time said they may entertain the idea of trying to walk on to the rowing team. And it was because they didn't have recruits. I mean, their top recruit on the rowing team was somebody they went over and plucked from the volleyball team on the women's rowing team because she was, she was big, powerful, and, and she ended up being one of the top rowers. Had never rowed a day in her life before she got to USC, and somebody from the rowing team went over and said, hey, how'd you like to come over here? So to the extent that you have this program is getting people that might not have ever participated in a sport that is not as mainstream, this program gets more people into it. So that may benefit right. the program. And so I would argue the opposite is that um, if they could show that they kept one person off the water polo team, that would have been qualified. And, and, and believe it or not, water polo is very popular in our locality. All of our high schools here have water polo teams and it, they feed into the community colleges, too. It, it is here, although I will say I went to a community college not. 30 minutes from here, and I went to a high school not 30 minutes from where I am. No water polo team. No uh, no water polo team at the high school either, in either of those. So yeah. it really depends on the locale. But, it does. It depends. But in every jurisdiction, they did have a football team. So Yeah, of course. And they probably well, yeah. have a volleyball team too. Yes. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I could argue the opposite. If, if it kept one qualified person off the team, then that would have harmed the program. Mm -hmm. And... and, and yeah, that, that's true. And again, the, the scholarship, with putting this Varsity Blues thing aside, the pay-for-play, the scholarship program at the university was just, hey, we'll give you a scholarship if you will entertain maybe walking on at some time. Yeah, that was for the... Um, that, was, that was for rowing. That was rowing. Right? I don't know if that's the case for water polo. But the, but the end of the day here, in getting back to this case where the, where the conviction is gonna, was tossed and he's probably going to get a new trial... This is yet again an incident where the prosecutor, either not disciplined in their argument or getting what they want or coming too close to the line, did something in a case where they probably would have otherwise secured a conviction. And now they have to go and do it again because of their conduct during that. I and it also shows, this is a very good example, judges don't like to get involved in juries. So they're going to let the jury come and make a decision and only upset that decision if there's a true mistake of law, which is what happened here. Um, normally, they would say, well, let's see if the jury gets it right, right? Because they don't want to take it from the jury right before the jury makes that, that decision. And, and, and if I'm the prosecutor, I say, look, I get that, but where was the defense objecting during my closing argument that I was giving the wrong standard of the law? Where was that? Because yeah. that's something that a judge could have easily said, counselor, come here, you're misstating the law, you have to show, oh, my bad, it was inadvertent, and instruct the jury, Here's, and that would have saved everything. But there was no objection from the defense, which is kind of interesting how, you know, if, if you don't object to something, you waive that issue later on. And so, Well, not a clear mistake of law. I think a factual you would waive, but not a clear mistake of law. And, and I mean, that's arguable because yeah. here the judge saw the mistake and let it go to the jury and then corrected it afterwards.
Yes, and I, th- I think that was after the defense had raised, uh, made a motion to have the case dismissed because of what the prosecutor said in closing arguments. Well, where was the objection? I've, I've had, I've had judges tell me, yeah, you didn't object to it, counselor. You, you can't make the you can't make the motion now, and that was within minutes of the end of closing arguments. So. We are coming up. Boy, we're almost done with our first hour. The last segment of our first hour. We'll be back after this. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk on your favorite radio station. We remind you that all episodes of Radio Law Talk are available at radiolawtalk.com for your free podcasting. Again, no charge. And you can also stream the show live when your radio station drops coverage. We'll be back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between $10,000 to $5 million in 60 seconds? We're Biz to Credit, a top-rated online financing provider to hundreds of thousands of America's business owners. If your business doesn't at least $120,000 a year in gross sales. We can get you more money to run your business in as little as 72 hours. Our terms are simple, repayment plans are flexible, and based on your cash flow. Plus, the paperwork is minimal and the approval process is fast. So in the time you've listened to this commercial, you could have learned if you qualify to get up to $5 million in cash deposited to your business bank account in the next two to three days. Funding specialists are ready to take your call right now and get Get you the money you need fast. Call 800-559-5523. That's 800-559-5523. Again, 800-559-5523. Call now. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need 25000 50000 or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. 
800-918-1376. That's 800-918-1376. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800 798 1627. 800 798 1627. That's 800 798 1627. That is Armadillo. How did that happen? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at you ever go to these restaurants and they and they talk about what what beverage, what wine or whatever pairs nicely with the meal and stuff? Well, sometimes on Radio Law Talk, we're trying to pair what what story pairs nicely with another story, and and you know, I would say nothing pairs with a story about a mistrial in Varsity Blues quite like a a, a sentence to a defendant for stalking. <laughs> I have no idea how those two are related, but Denise, what happened in this this next? Well, case this this case involved a, a stalker. His name was James David Rogers. He's fifty eight years old, and he pled guilty to sending mailing threats or mailing threatening communications and threatening to death. We're talking about death, abduction, torture, rape, um, and not just of her, but of her daughter. And it started when her daughter was five. Who is her? Who are we talking about? Eva LaRue. And she, Eva LaRue is um, an actress, and, and she has good credits. I mean, she's been in The Young and the Restless. She's been on All My Children. She's been in Santa Barbara. Um, and she, um, you know, she's pretty well known. Her face would be somebody that's very well known. And 12 years that she endured this abuse, and it was really bad abuse. She Not only was she threatened personally, but her child was threatened, which I can't even imagine. You know, he, he was going to rape, kill her, injure her and her daughter. I mean, it was just horrific. Um, he did sign all the letters using the name Freddy Krueger, which has such a horrific implication. Oh, right? who among us? <laughs> really? Freddy Krueger? Yes. Yikes. Yes. I mean, that would just, I could just imagine Miss um, LaRue and how her, you know, mind became so scared and, you know, and, and all of that. So the good thing that he did do is he pled to them. So it didn't put her through a trial, which would have put her through a lot further, um, you know, more being a victim and having to express that and identify that. Um, but he has been sentenced now. He's been sentenced. Now, this is a federal court. Correct. Right? So he's sentenced in federal court. You know why it's a federal court? Uh, because of jurisdiction? You would, that's part of it. And it's because of also where everything occurred. Because okay. Miss LaRue was in different venues. And so different from when um, Mr. Rogers was, right? 
<laughs> so kind of like interstate stalking. I mean, that kind of a thing. It, it, it is. It is. And it's okay. federally, it's easier to get a conviction sometimes than in state. You know, I, I never really thought about it this way until you referred to uh, James Rogers as Mr. Rogers. <laughs> uh, well, it's a beautiful day to stalk. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, he's going to do 40 months. That's a lot. Now, now here, here's the thing. Here's the thing that's interesting, because he could have been charged in the state of California or in any – because it was based out of Los Angeles. He could have been charged because stalking behavior – California would have jurisdiction in a state court if either the individual sent the letters from California or if the individual was out of state and the victim was in the state of California. You can have jurisdiction under California law wherever either the, the perpetrator or the victim could be located. But this case was opted to be charged and prosecuted federally. And the thing I find interesting about that is has to do with the amount of actual time that Rogers will serve because in California – Depending on what he was ultimately convicted of for this behavior, there's a good possibility that of 40 months, he would only serve half that time under the California, not only the California sentencing law and credits, how they accumulate credits in prison, but of the way the prison system is allowed to calculate credits, regardless of what the penal code says. But if you commit this crime and you go to federal prison, you're doing 85% of that time. Yeah, it's it's a, a harsher sentence, quite honestly. M much harsher, yes. Um, and this guy, the background of this is he probably has a pretty serious mental illness. Yeah. Um, after uh, Ms. LaRue um, gave her victim statement, which was very powerful, um, he apologized to her, and he said that he, he, he apologized for all 12 years, and he said that I, I'm so sorry for putting your family through this hellish nightmare, and I hope that I can earn your forgiveness. Um, I wish someone had intervened very much sooner, and I was caught sooner. Kind of a sad yeah. thing to say, but at the same time, it does show remorse. Well, she was on The Young and the Restless, right? She was. She was on The Young and the Restless. She was on CSI Miami, um, Santa Barbara, and All My Children. So at the age of 58, once he goes into custody and starts serving his uh, his 40-month sentence, he, he'll be able to start his own soap, soap opera called The Old and the Sedentary. <laughs> the opposite of The Young and the Restless for him because he's going to be in federal prison. Now, the interesting thing is he wasn't remanded into custody. That's the funny part, too. Yeah, he was not remanded. He was given a date to report to the to serve his time. Right, October federally. 12th. So let's see what happens to him because, you know, he's on his own recognizance right now. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he's on his own recognizance or if he's out on bail or, or if he's being supervised at all. Uh, but you know, if he's if he's being supervised pending his entry into the federal prison system, there's there's no guarantee that that supervision means that uh, there's no guarantee that supervision means that what you think it means when you hear the term supervision. Now, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, you'd be surprised that um, people often don't show up for their reporting date. So you're saying supervision is pretty loose and pretty sloppy sometimes? It it can be. You know, mm. when, when I was a prosecutor, we'd have a request by the defense 
to have a defendant. Well, can they be released pending sentencing? Can they be given a report to jail date? All these things. They'll be supervised. They'll have a GPS monitor. You know, if alcohol was an issue in the underlying offense, they'll wear a device that detects alcohol in their perspiration to make sure that they don't drink and blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and as a prosecutor, I would sit there and say, that device that's just easily cut off and then they can go and do whatever they want. How, how closely are you going to supervise them? Because now as a defense attorney, I'm arguing, yes, of course, it'll be, it'll be closely monitored and everything will happen. Well, yeah, know, we're, we're going we're gonna to cover a case. I'm looking here. We may need more time to go over the case I'm thinking of. Uh, we'll talk about it after case or no case when we start the next hour. But this is a case that involves somebody who pled and was pending sentencing and hmm we'll we'll see we'll see if the efforts of quote unquote supervision pass muster among the three of us well you know todd there's a homicide case in california i don't know if it's coming up or not so i don't have i don't have the full list but where a man is accused of killing a child a, a san jose area a killing of a young child and so he's caught finally uh, uh, the suspect is caught they take him to court and the judge says go home and wait for your trial and the family is beside themselves. They go, what? What do you got? Well, of course, they're presuming guilt. And the judge is saying, well, just go home and, you know, come back. Make sure you show up for the trial. Now, if you're up for a murder rap of a child, I'm thinking, what are the odds of him really showing up? I mean, uh, Denise makes a great point. People just, as you said, Todd, abscond all the time, don't they? It, it really depends on the level of supervision. For example, if somebody is just on a GPS monitor so we can figure out where you are, that's one thing. But if somebody is on a program called pretrial home confinement, essentially, yeah, you need to be home. We saw a lot of that during COVID because they, they want you to keep you in custody for that. But if you're on pretrial home confinement, you're supposed to be home, not leaving your house at all. The GPS is supposed to let law enforcement know if you go outside the boundaries and swarm, swarm, and, and, and what have you. Of course, that program is only as prohibitive from absconding as is the efforts, as are the efforts of the agency to actually monitor to make sure you are there. Right. So you're saying you could cut off the monitor and they would think you're within the circle and you could right. just go do what you want to do. Depends on the type of monitor. But if it's yep. just a GPS monitor, yeah, you could do that. There are other types that are a little different. There's some, there's one monitor that constantly goes out and not only monitors where you are, but it also monitors your body temperature. So it has to make contact with your skin. Well, if you cut that one off and leave it in a cooler foreshadowing, they're going to know it ain't you. Sure. <laughs> so. or, or yeah, you, you, you wrap it around your dog's neck. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and then you forget that dogs have a different internal body temperature than humans. <laughs> but uh, that's going to do it for the first hour. We come back after this break. we got more stuff to talk about, including something about this supervision. Thank you for joining us for the first hour. We hope you see you on the other half. As you just heard from Todd, there are lots of good things coming up in the next hour of Radio Law Talk at six minutes after that many of our great local radio stations will carry. But if yours drops the show, jump over to radiolawtalk.com and listen live there, and it's all free. We'll be back. been listening to radiolawtalk.com a copyrighted presentation of radio law talk incorporated
loves the radio listeners. And now Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering you buy one, get one free extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Great stuff available right now at very special savings. Buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel sets, Roll and Go Anywhere My Pillows, and so much more. Not just for the adults, but for the kids. I love my Roll and Go pillows. They're right by my recliner. And of course, I have the bed sheets and more that I use every day. Go to MyPillow.com slash radio specials. Use promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175. Don't miss this incredible buy one, get one free extravaganza and get a free copy of Mike Lindell's book. MyPillow.com slash radio specials, promo code USA.